taking another one of his 250 days off per year, so we're on tape today. That means don't call in, unless, of course, you just want to bother George. Now, here's the best of Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. She's got really big boobs. She's got looks that could kill. It's really too that her name is Bill And you wouldn't know she stands up when she pees She talks like a man But she's almost a woman to me She can lead you to lust Like a goddess from Venus But under her skirt She's still got a penis and you never guess she once had a goatee. She talks like a man, but she's almost a woman to me. No, being a man didn't fit. Do I call you a nit? It just doesn't seem right. She used to put in 
start to feel like it's her you'll be needing. But she still got that thing till it comes off in Sweden. How would you know that she was a he? She talks like a man, but she's almost a woman to me. Okay, so Al Goldstein writes, It's too bad the chicken pope, the baby-starving, blood-drinking, flesh-eating head of the Catholic Church, realized this town wasn't big enough for him and me, and he canceled his visit here. I had a lot of surprises in store for him before he wimped out, including a special issue of Screw that would have detailed where he could purchase those extra-large anal dildos that he likes. But his lackeys and butt boys are still here anyway, led by our Catholic mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Last week, I told you that the adult entertainment consumers and business people are so pathetic, they deserve every fascist law that gets laid on them. Pardon the expression, Al. This week, I'm going to take on the fascists themselves, beginning with Giuliani, who is idiot enough to believe that he can outlaw sex in New York City. The last two mayors of New York seem to have been auditioning for the new Jim Carrey movie, Dumb and Dumber. At least David Dinkins had some grasp of reality as far as civic priorities go. He knew that educating children was far more important than some ersatz crusade to save them from a smut. But Rudy is enthralled to the Catholic Church. He believes everything that the evil nuns of childhood taught him. Pleasure is dirty, the body is ugly, and sex is filthy. It's okay to let people be murdered because the church is murdered throughout its history. So the streets get more violent even as Rudy trumpets about cleaning them up. Sorry, Rudy, but there are people who have thrown off the shackles of ignorance and superstition. My voice is their voice, says Al, and my voice is as much right to exist as all other voices. I speak proudly for sex and sensuality and hedonism. I spit in the face of the Catholic Church and St. Patrick's Cathedral and all the other medieval icons you hold sacred. The political cliques and brownshirt gangs that have tried to silence my voice have failed, as you will, Rudy, says Al. The U.S. Constitution protects me. America's history protects me. The whole idea of dissent, which you don't seem to be able to grasp, Rudy, protects me. So quit acting like you can rid the world of me and other people who celebrate sex and disagree with your warped, thwarted view of pleasure. You can't stop me, and deep down in your scrawny little soul, you know it. I'd like to extend a challenge to Rudy Giuliani, the impotent who thinks he's going to clean up New York City. Rudy, you tin Nazi. New York is 99% and 44, 100%, let me say it again, 99 and 44, 100% pure compared to your corrupt, diseased mind. If you think strutting around, screaming about shutting down porn parlors is going to fool anybody, you'll be even more stupid than you look right now. Everyone knows your pathetic homosexual fantasies, the rape scenarios that you play out endlessly inside your rotting brain, your sexual fevers and masturbate, mas what is it? Say it, George. Masturbatory spasms. That's like the word I came into yesterday that nobody ever said before. No matter how much you paint yourself as some sort of bogus defender of morals, you can't disguise the repressed hormonal urges that burst out of your id like pus from a pimple. Pus from a pimple, baby. I like it. If you really want to carry this sick charade to its logical conclusion, Rudy, come and bust me. I dare you. I'm drawing a line in the sand. If you bust me, the arrest will be set aside and you'll be humiliated as usual. There's not a major bust during your career as district attorney that held up during appeals. Underneath all that macho bluster, you're a craven weakling. So come on, arrest me. I'd love to have a trial in New York. Let's see what New Yorkers really want. A transparent, spittle-flinging baby Hitler as a mayor or the modicum of free speech as our right, our due, that we've been able to wrest from the authorities. 
I know that no jury in New York will convict me of obscenity or anything else. You know it too, Rudy. You know what makes Manhattan unique is what's on the newsstands and cable TV. Did I say newsstands? I'm so sure you know what's right with your Catholic fervor and missionary zeal. Come bust me. You remind me of some shrill little boy playing dress-up. Prove you're a man, blankhead, head. Trump up some RICO charges or anything you can cook up. Send out your goons, goon. I beat Nixon and I'm more than willing to kick the out of you, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. End of article, end of editorial, says Al Goldstein. Hello. Hi, Neil. Wasn't that a bad reading? Neil, no, but he went the masturbatory the, excited you. It did get me very emotional, especially the picture of you and Rudy Giuliani. I saw that picture, and I just uh, I couldn't control myself. I had my pants down to my ankles. I heard you were excited. Well, I was. Neil, thank you for reading it, because it's an editorial I'm really proud of. It was the worst reading I've ever done in my life. <laughs> well, you were a wreck. I was. You know, well, I, the image, well, you start out with that line about the Pope and those anal, I mean, you start out with that, and you lose it immediately, you know. Well, you know and those happened? altar boys are running up and down the streets like crazy. What, 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 what happened with Giuliani is he, I, for about three weeks, I don't know if this ever happened to you, I found myself afraid of him. Yeah. He was busting my advertisers, and I'm thinking, gee, it's, after 27 years, my newspaper's going to go out of business, and I don't like being frightened. And for three weeks, I, I really capitulated to him, and then I said, I'm going to go down in flames. I'm going to take him You're on. You're going to go him... down flaming, did you say? It's a little <laughs> out of your line, isn't it? It'll be a flaming, you know what? Yeah. But and and I and, and I just decided if 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 he busts the hookers, if I'm if I get another arrest because I had been arrested 19 times in the early days of screw, and I was so proud of that, of that editorial because it was taken on all the morons that you've been taking on. I mean, I I. You know I, lo I really think you're wonderful, and your I am. courage is the only... And I'm sure that Jeb Bush thinks I'm wonderful, too. <laughs> you work him over... He, make, he makes Rudy Giuliani seem like a Sunday school, uh, I mean, I'm telling you, like a uh, child's play, minor league. Well, you, you know, uh, we know Florida has got Bush and, uh, you know, that, uh, what is it, hung zinger? Hung like a zinger? Hung zinger, yeah. Well, that's our slogan this year is lick Bush in 94, and we better. <laughs> I guarantee you that. But you, you're the only person I know who admits his atheism, who really stands so... F I know you don't like the praise, but you yes, deserve it. But I you love deserve it. it Just though, ladle you. it on. Keep licking out. No. no. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've, I've always told George, who never has paid for a meal in his life. Uh, right. Does he, do you he did, we just him? got through with another free meal. He'd be pleased to know, by the way. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Do you give him money? I've never seen him reach in his pocket for anything. He has, a, he has a free car. He has a free car, free meals, gets free tickets to any show he wants to go see, uh, even hockey games that he wasn't that interested in. All of a sudden he likes because he gets to go for free if we ever play any again. So I don't think he does need cash. You're right. No, and Crystal doles out. So then she'll give him a quarter. I guess that's his spending money for the week. She doles out plenty, from what I hear. <laughs> but thank you, thank you, Neil. It's, uh, and and, well, I, and well, let me ask you, what what is the uh, status? Because I read about this in the. Um, well, first we had a little bourbon of paper. Then I read a thing I think in the Advocate about this. You know, you have to read either your magazine or a fag mag right, before you get right. any news about what's really going on with that's the right, right. wing. And uh, he's trying to, like, make Times Square into uh, Wayne's World, I guess. He exactly. wants to, you know, clean everything up and have a real anesthetic and real antiseptic. And, uh, you know, I don't, what, what is that all about? He, he wants to make New York not New York. He wants to, uh, he wants to make it Rochester. Oh, God. I mean, he wants you know, to make yeah, it... He'll never bring in the lilacs, I'll tell you that, you know. Well, it's crazy. He wants to make it the place the tourists go from rather than go to. Right. Well, you know something? We have all these New Yorkers here, so it's good that Florida and New York should have something in common again. The New Yorkers, the uh, tourists, are staying away in droves. Well, exactly. You know, if he wants the, the, this purity, this, you know, this century village. Yeah. He'd be happy with that. With Maybe they the could just make Manhattan in the cemetery village. Isn't it? Which would be a bonus. That would be a bonus for us. We could send them all back there. It would be dynamite. 
The we can decrease needs, the median age by 30 years here overnight. Absolutely. The man needs a boner and a place to put it, right? So let me ask you, what's the uh, status on this thing? Are they closing all the places they up are yet? Slow, uh, they're causing heat, but you see, nothing ever closes. They relocate it. So it goes to another neighborhood, and then they wind up picketing. Yeah. And, of course, the worst thing is the media. You have all these pickets on the street. The TV stations are doing man-in-the-street interviews, which I loathe. I hate them. I, mean, I don't want to even... Talk to the man in the street, yeah. let alone listen they to They always him. pick out the Neanderthals. And instead of, have, of giving a little background that these places have a right to exist, they have these hysterical you know, old people yelling, we don't want this kind of establishment. What kind of establishment? Well, first of all, how many of those old people live in Times Square? Well, that, that's a, none of them. So nobody, nobody lives in Times Square. That's, that's the point. Right. So they drive them out of Times Square into neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, if a church opens or, a, or Bingo is there Tuesday night, I don't go picketing saying, I don't want you in my neighborhood. Yeah, that's the problem. We should have been doing that for years. Uh, you know, that's the, the biggest problem. Well, that's it. These dens of superstition, which is what churches are, offend me. Yeah. But don't you agree how about that? They, how about that nice mass suicide we just had in Canada and Switzerland? There's another good example of what good old time religion will do for you. That's right. More it's people, beautiful. more people die in the name of religion yeah. than anything else. But you see, I think the gays did the right thing. They made it a political statement. If you look at the Village Voice, you'll see ads for ten gay movie theaters, no, no heterosexual movie theaters, because heterosexuals are cowardly. At least the gays politicized. Yeah. But, but it's and it's amazing since there are only fifty of us anyway. <laughs> but you're loud. According to the new sex survey, you know, you I don't know if you've written a piece on that sex survey yet. Yeah. Oh my God, I got this to me is one of the most. I, in fact, uh, our magazine guy Victor just brought in the new Time Sex in America front cover story, and like they always lend these surveys credibility, like oh it was a scientific survey, it must be right. Arbitron comes into our market. They sample twenty five hundred people. Their their numbers are way off. Everybody knows they're all screwed up. They can't get the thing right. They have no idea who's listening. To what? Here's a country of 250 million people. They survey 3,400 people. 90% of them are in some kind of a closet, regardless of what That's kind right. it is, who are terrified that their answers are going to be secretly recorded. They're going to be traced down and publicly humiliated. And they come out with these numbers like, hey, here's the MS. Nobody's doing it. There are no fags. There is no uh, sex <laughs> out of marriage. There's almost no sex in marriage. And everything is fine. And now all you right-wingers can be happy, you know. Well, it's funny because I, I'm in L.A. now. And I have a apartment in West Hollywood, which is gay. The streets are packed with somebody. I, yeah. They're not Indians off a reservation. They're yeah, nice-looking guys, and they happen really? to be gay. I'll send them over here. You should come to West Hollywood. No, you know? I should not. No, I don't want to be in West Hollywood. There's too many fags. I mean, it's just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't See, I like, I like diversity. I mean, I like perversity, too, but diversity... Yeah. I don't like us all being jammed into one. You know what I'm saying? Because next month, there's another survey coming out just before election time that there's only 5,000 blacks in America. But <laughs> no, but listen, but they're all in big cities, and they jam them all into specific <laughs> neighborhoods. So just the appearances, there's a lot more than there really are, you know? <laughs> it's only 5,000 black people in the whole country. It's probably true. Yeah. Anyway, you having a good day, Neil? I'm having a great day. We good. just got through eating again. See, the, your, your thing always, uh, it always goes from sex to food oh. and back to food again. So how, what are you tipping the scales at these days? I'm big. I, I started with... Well, Rudy Giuliani said you were a little bit too big, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, I was hurting him. I was on top. I was a top man. <laughs> you know something? That picture... The, 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 the look on his face, that, that's what makes the picture. Yeah. I mean, the rest of it, forget it, okay? And we know that uh, if you had young legs and a thing like that, you wouldn't be uh, sitting good, there eating I? food. But the look on his puss of ecstasy is so beautiful, you know he's enjoying it. But have you heard the story that they're trying to get? I'm going to give you this first. 
because uh, uh, it was in screw, but nobody believes it. The people who did the John Bobbitt's film, yeah, uh, I tried to get Latoya. I swear to God, this is the truth. They offered her two hundred fifty thousand to do a hardcore film. Really? And she's thinking about it. <laughs> and, and, and you remember I told you I described our friend's penis, a Bobbitt's penis. I want to tell you this because you no, know, everyone thinks I made it up, but it's true. This is from the set of the film. The producer is uh, the director of the Money Guys, a guy named Mark Carrier, and he and uh, John Bobbitt's. Uh, agent is uh, Latoya's uh, uh, husband's son. Uh, I forget the name of the guy. Latoya's husband. Oh, the one that uh, her agent that she don't the sleep one, the, with. The one who, yeah, the one who beats her. Who, right. Who beats her. The but one anyway, that they're someday going to get a divorce. Right. The Latoya thing will probably be in papers in a couple of days. I wanted to give it to you first. By the way, one of the most beautiful things on page twelve. This is touching, you know, because we lost the very a great sports star. And here's a picture uh, with the heading Vetus Mortis, Vetus Gerolitis. <laughs> and here is Vetus sitting there with his uh, racket down by his ankles. And basically that's all that's down below the waist. And a gigantic uh, organ, like, sticking straight up in the air with a big smile on his face. It's a good way to remember him, I guess. Well, we try to uh, be the loving, compassionate, caring publication. Yeah. We're, we're sort of the organ of the Catholic Church, in a way. Remembering him the way you would have liked to remember him. <laughs> well, it's too bad the Pope couldn't come over. I'm sure you'd have had a good, some good we pictures for him. We had a list of all the Probably had the good numbers of where all the altar boys are, too, by the way. Exactly. All the glory holes. I can't wait till he comes back. <laughs> Okay, Al, no, always a pleasure. You. Great article, great uh, great editorial, and uh, as uh, as Ralph Giuliani would say, keep it up. Thank you, Neil. Thank you have a great day. Okay. Bye, too. George. Spend some money. Bye, Bye. George. Go, go, go make some. I believe it's at rush hour times, sir, that they are not open to marine traffic. Other than that, they are open to marine traffic. Uh, You've got 5,000 automobiles to, to one boat. Right, exactly. Now the boat is going to stop for 5,000 cars? Is that it? Man, you better know your laws, mister, because you sure don't. That's right. I suppose you want the damn bridges closed to boat traffic and a hurricane, too. Oh, I don't know about you, but you sound like some stupid, idiotic jerk, jerk, jerk. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents the best of Neil Rogers. Neil's on vacation this week, so don't call in. If you do decide to call in, we're going to make a list of your names so Neil can rip you on the air when he gets back. The opinions expressed by the guest, hosts, or callers are not necessarily those of this station. Now, here's the best of Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Say, kids, what's real bad for you, but tastes real good? And what gives you the excess energy to drive mom crazy? Sugar! So, what breakfast cereal will you tell mom to buy next time she goes shopping? Sugar Shockers! Yay! New super sugar-coated Sugar Shockers are little bits of raw cane drenched in honey and coated with powdered sugar, glucose, fructose, corn syrup, and other natural sweeteners. And it tastes just like sugar! Right, because there's no yucky vitamins or minerals to spoil your fun. Yeah! And how does it make you feel? Like I'm vibrating. Mommy, let's watch cartoons. Mommy, let's go get ice cream. Mommy, let's play sports. Mommy, 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 mommy. And moms will love sugar shockers, too, because inside every box, there's a free bottle of new Flintstones Chewable Valium. Yeah! 
So try new super sugar-coated sugar shockers from your friends at Irresponsible Foods. Here are a couple of interesting notes in the mail. Here's one. From 1962 to 65, I was in the Army stationed in Germany. Many times I took leaves and would go to Amsterdam. The first time I went and visited a bar, the girl who waited on me asked me if I were a Canadian. I said, no, why do you ask? She replied, we will not wait on you if you are, nor will you be able to get one of our girls to spend the night with you, even though you can pay. Okay? And here's another nice note that says, thank you so much for ruining Knott's Landing for us every Thursday night. Love your program. I guess you and your sick Knott's Landing lady get a kick out of this. (laughs) Yeah, we do, as a matter of fact. We love it. Yes? Yes? Yes. God, you should be ready now, even though you already did four boring hours this morning. <laughs> you listened, eh? No, I did not, as a matter of fact. Well, screw you. Well, listen, I called about Pompano. Yeah. Went there Saturday night. I know you went there Friday. Oh, if you're going to tell me that you won money Saturday, I'm going to do a pox on you, man. I'm going to start saying good stuff about uh, Paul Castronovo if you said you won. You already have. I'll tell you what I did. Yeah. Uh, Ralph put us down on our usual table on uh, the finish line. Yeah. Won the trifecta in the third. Fifteen hundred and eighty dollars. And then on the seventh, hello? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. You make me sick. And now, wait a minute. I won the fifth for 750 Yeah. I did. There's nothing worse than some smartass who goes, <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's nothing worse than a guy who goes to the track, cashes, and then rubs your nose in it. That's the worst. Hey, at least when I said that. The worst. And like I've always said about Sonny Fox, if somebody uh, stuck a banana in his mouth, he'd be illegal in Broward. I'll guarantee you that. At least when I sat down at your table, we got up and left right away. Right. Yeah. By invitation. Well, I tipped Ralph 50 bucks. And, you uh, tipped Ralph 50 bucks for what? Because he's a nice man. He gives oh, the- man, are you a jerk. God. <laughs> tipped Ralph 50 bucks? Yeah. For what? Because he gives you the same table. Every oh time. God! If you heard what he said about you last week, you'd have uh, you'd take it back. Well, maybe I should. Actually, it's because my six-year-old daughter said, "Daddy, let's have dinner with the horsies." Yeah. And we went and took her to dinner, and it happened. Well, congratulations! Don't spend it all in one place. I got to ask you a question, by the way, even though I'm running way over my break, and George is really ticked off at you. You're a bitter man. No, I'm not. Well, you can come sit at my table next time if you well, like. Well, thanks. Well, I may need to. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. We don't care, Sonny. Okay. There is nothing worse than somebody who has to make a big announcement on somebody else's show about how much money he wanted to track and he tipped around 50 bucks. What kind of a crap is that? That you have to, like, uh, hold it over everybody else's head. That you cash this, and you get, it's like coming up and, and flashing your winning tickets in front of Fat Rich's face like we're really impressed, okay? What kind of sleaze bag does that, Sonny? I guess I just answered my own question. A real sleaze bag. God, and then he's got the gall to tell me that he tipped Ralph 50 bucks. Well, I'll find out tonight if he really tipped Ralph 50 bucks or if he's just yanking our chain again. I don't see why not, because everybody else who tips Ralph gets to sit, like, right underneath our table. Isn't that tacky? That is so tacky. He has to call. I guarantee if he would have lost a couple of grand, which I'm sure he's done often, he wouldn't have called his show. Oh, guess what? I lost 1500 at Pompano the other night, and by the way, I didn't have any money to leave a tip for Ralph. And I'm so I'm hurting so bad I had to start calling all your sponsors to try to get a bunch of uh, talent fee. Hey, listen, don't worry about us. Just go ahead and call them. I'll call all the people who spend no money and look for freebies, okay? And I can give you one place to start. It's like over there on Flagler Street. That's just a joke. What's your name? Whatever. What is his name again? 
You're listening to the best of Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Neil's on vacation this week, but you're still listening to the Neil Rogers Show through the magic of audio tape. It's the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Watch out, you idiot! Can you believe that jerk? Oh, gosh, Dan, Dan. You seem a little tense. Yeah, I've been snapping at people all day. Maybe it's my time of the month. Yeah, me too. You know, I've been cranky, retaining water, and look, wearing these white gloves. I know what you mean. Every 28 days, I get this insatiable craving to buy a banjo. And a corncob pipe? Yeah. Well, Dan, it looks like there's only one thing to do, sir. And what's that there, Mr. Interlocutor? Oh. And these two men are suffering from pre-menstrual syndrome. Beware the warning signs. If your husband ever comes home with a tambourine or a banjo pick and insists on calling you Mr. Bones, hide the shoe polish and call your family doctor immediately. So, uh, tell me that, Mr. Bones. Yes, sir, Mr. Interlocutor. Who was that woman I saw you with last night? No, it's not very funny, and there is no cure. So when it happens to the man in your life, try to understand. Pre-menstrual syndrome. I love this thing. There's a story in the Herald we talked about yesterday when it came over the wire. Bid to revive 24-hour indecency ban dies in a Supreme Court. Even those fascist pigs on the Supreme Court, including Long Dong Thomas, they said, no way, baby. Only a Wizard White and Sandra Day O'Connor voted yes. But anyway, uh, the FCC argues that they're all upset up there, man. People from uh, Action for Children's Television and the Children's Legal Foundation. Oh, man. God forbid those kids should hear, like, those terrible words on the radio. Like, they don't see enough of that skin and flesh on TV. Like, 24 hours a day, round the clock, like in the middle of the afternoon on the soaps. And whenever else they're home? Of course not. I mean, God forbid that they should turn on the radio and somebody should say, Organ. Member. Ooh. But anyway, um, FCC argues that indecent material often intrudes on family privacy without warning. We're intruding, man, into your lives. It is, of course, true that offended listeners can turn off the television or radio or change the channel, but only after invasion of privacy has occurred, the FCC said. We're invading your privacy, man. We're like reaching right into your ear and sticking crap in there, okay? And starting to get waxy buildup, too. What a pile of crap. What a pile of manure. Get him a shovel. After Steve Paris is done with his, which, by the way, I still don't have that copy that I needed yesterday and we don't have today. Let's count the days before we get some new copy from Steve Paris. One other thing in this thing about the indecency ban with the old FCC with all those yahoos up there. I'm telling you, man, it's all we need is four more years of these fascist right-wingers, and you're not going to be able to say squat, much less do it. It says, now the FCC, after this thing yesterday when the Supreme Court said, up yours, now they must consider establishing a safe harbor period when indecency may be aired, FCC Attorney Jane Mago said. Uh, uh, oh, am I getting too old for this? You know what else she said, George? Please don't say the F word. Anyway, meanwhile, she said the FCC is enforcing a prohibition on indecent broadcasting between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. when unsupervised children are believed most likely to be in the audience. And by the way, the FCC considers children to be anyone under the age of 18. That's right. Children and teens, 12 to 17, like in the book in the uh, Arbitron, that's children. So if you're 16 and you hear somebody say, like, P 
penis on the air. Man, we're invading your privacy. Stick those uh, things in your ears or you've had it. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach Garden. God bless America. Yes, sir. God bless Pat. Yep. Cannon rule. Yeah, right. Open up yours, fascist Nazi pig. Wrap your ass in the flag, you fascist, disgusting, Nazi, anti-Semitic, homophobic, right-wing, racist pig, and have a nice day. Pat Buchanan. God. Even Heinrich Himmler would be embarrassed by Pat Buchanan. Of course, Pat Buchanan is big because he's on TV, like Howard Beale said. He's on TV, dummy. I just keep reading this thing over and over again. You have to keep pinching yourself to believe that we're not uh, all about three years old. Indecent material includes dirty words. Oh, boy, dirty words. And other language considered offensive to children, but not necessarily to adults. And, of course, it says considered offensive to children, but not offensive by children. Considered offensive to children by adults. When's the last time you heard some kid say, Oh, I'm offended by that. Oh, no, they don't say that. They say, Oh, turn it up. I want to hear that again. Douchebag. That's what they say. So don't give me this crap about children are offended. It's a bunch of puritanical, right-wing, Neanderthal, fascist, dictatorial assholes who want to be able to pick and choose what we can say, when we can say it, what we can do, where we can do it. It's a bunch of crap. But have a nice day. And, of course, the public out there, they're all much too concerned about who's on Inside Edition. And is, uh, what's her name, uh, Ireland, uh, Kathy Ireland, going to be like stark naked in the SI swimsuit thing today? Pretty damn close, I'll tell you that, from what they showed this morning. I mean, Harry Smith and Mark McEwen were both sweating all over their bald heads, man. They were just growing it. Not necessarily here. By the way, I was watching Court TV on the satellite yesterday afternoon briefly. And there was one trial, I forget where it was, and the uh, guy murdered his wife. And the defense is Prozac. I wonder if Ellis was involved in that case or not. Huh? That's the defense. So everything that gets screwed up in the state of Florida now, the defense by the governor is going to be too much Prozac, man. Too many heavy-duty drugs for the gov. And, of course, his predecessor is the drug czar, so maybe he's like suppliant. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Are you in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. Well, that's what I just said. Oh, um, Are you a lady? Yeah. Well, good. I'm That's two time... for two. What? I said what? I said I'm a first-time caller. I just wanted to tell you that I love your show and you too. Well, thanks a lot. You're welcome. How old are you? Um, I'm 14. 14? How come you're not in school, uh, school today? Because I'm sick. You're sick? You got the crud? Huh? You got the uh, stuff like everybody else has? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a, a real bitch, isn't it? Yeah, it's going around. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I said that word. I shouldn't have said that. Cause are you offended? Well, no, I did that for a reason. I want to find out if you were offended by that. Oh, no. Good. That's good. Well, I proved my rest my case. Listen, have a great day. Feel better. You too. Uh, I do. See you. You will. See, I rest my case. There was our test case on WIOD. She was not offended. In fact, she said, let's hear it again. How do you like that? You slime balls up there who keep exploiting the children of America and using them as an excuse for your censoring, uh, disgusting, grotesque, fascist ways, okay? It's always to protect the children. No, it's not. It's because you want to impose your stuffy, Neanderthal, puritanical, asinine attitudes on 250 million morons, and they sit back and they ladle it up, man. They love it because they're too stupid to understand what else happening to them. Until somebody takes away their damn uh, Nintendo game. Miami, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil? Yeah. Uh, Neil, this is my first time call. And uh, how is it? Well, it's good so far. Mm -hmm. So far, but I think you'll be the judge of this after I finish. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Flim, right? 
Um, Neil, uh, as far as your situation with the, the police go, I, I can't concur with you enough um, about this police state that we're living in. Um, situation happened to me that uh, been arrested. Uh, I was arrested a while back. Uh, guy was on my tail and all guy was on your tail, literally and figuratively. Um, and Oops. I, I honked. Uh, there was a policeman parallel to me, and I honked to him to have me move in to look at this guy or whatever, so I could move over. All of a sudden, uh, the police lets me in. The guy goes by. They pull me over. For what? <laughs> If you can imagine this, uh, they cited me. That matter of fact, they called two more police cops. Uh, Illegal lane, improper lane change? Negative, negative. Uh, what they ended up doing is that they said that uh, they were writing me up a ticket for illegal use of my horn. I honked one time. Oh. And when I, when I started asking them There's why... There's nothing I, they dislike more than a honky. Well, <laughs> well, so anyway, so when I started to ask them about the um, ticket, I said, I, I can't believe I used my horn one time. They slammed my head on the on the hood and arrested me. Well, of course the state attorneys uh, uh, threw out the case, but uh, of course. I, I had that on the record. Uh, mm -hmm. A second incident happened when the Pope was in town a couple of years ago. Uh, this was uh, around 36th Street. Uh, the Pope. The one that got left on. We just had a click by FBNL and all the lines went out. Uh, you're the, you and got, you're on, and I'm still on. You but, got the uh, best. I mean, what can I tell you? I don't get it. No, I'm serious. You're yeah. the only line that didn't get disconnected. Well, Neil, before I get into my uh, my other thing, is that... Well, wait a minute. What do you mean before you get into your other thing? Yeah, yeah. Well... You remind me of the guy that goes on, like, for ten minutes about some uh, bizarre thing, and then I said, what I really called about was... <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. All righty. No problem. We're reloading the phones anyway. Two open lines in Broward, 524 in the out-of-town line. I'm sorry if you got cut off, but don't blame me. That's Go right. ahead. That's right. Don't blame me either. Uh, come on. Come on. Get with it, sir. People are, like, nodding off out there. Okay, I don't want them to do that. On They're 36th doing Street, uh, they pulled me over. I was in uh, my girlfriend's car at the time, and uh, mm -hmm. it had been stolen in uh, South Miami. It never had been taken out. It was, excuse me, it was stolen in Coral Gables. Coral Gables police never took it out of their computer. They pulled me over, threatened, a uh, guy slammed me on the hood. Well, uh, let me, you know, I mean, you're telling these long stories, and I appreciate all of this, but what, so what about it? What am I supposed to do about it? I mean, well, we could we could do a year. I mean, nonstop of stories about police about police harassment and brutality and right. crap and setups and garbage and lies and uh, deceit and corruption and crap. And what about it? Nothing's going to change. It's a police state. Okay. Well, then if that's it's the a police case. state, and the public out there is, to, like I said, they're too worried about their Nintendo game. And what time does uh, uh, chips come on? That's all they care about. Okay. And I, the I, Simpsons. Okay, I can appreciate that, Neil. I think the the concern, the reason, and call is that I definitely think something needs to be done. But I don't it's have not going to be done. We're not going to do it on some stupid radio talk show, sir. That's why we don't right. do that kind of crap. It's not going to be done. It's not going to be done. And the lawyers out there oh, are all yeah, too busy yeah. bragging about how they did this and they did that. They're not worth the salt that uh, they're sitting on. I'll tell you that right now. You're absolutely right. But I do think that... The all these lawyers are protecting their First Amendment and they're protecting this. They're right as me. They're all they're a bunch of crap. They're all too busy book. counting their damn baseball cards, okay? Pocket they don't book. know their ass from their elbow. In the meantime, the cops... Keep ruining everybody's life, and you have to suck up and uh, grizzle up and uh, and drop your drawers and just uh, do any damn thing to try to wiggle out all the crap that they stick your ass into. And, uh, and if you don't like it, you can just, uh, you know, ruin your whole life over it. It's a bunch of crap. You're absolutely garbage. Right. If nothing else, Neil, I think what your show does is that I don't always agree on everything that you may say, but I think it's entertaining. Well, who cares about that? You're absolutely right. I think it's entertaining, and I think that if nothing else, that you're getting people aware. It's not entertaining, man. I'm telling you, the last few, it's like every time everything starts going real good, this audience on this show, man, they start like getting real recalcitrant. I've got to pump these numbers. Here it is Tuesday already. It's almost the middle of the week. 
And these people, after we usually after the hiccup knocks people off the phone, they're like, oh, I'll start flashing again. They all want back on. Now it's like, hey, they don't want to speak, man. They're like gone into a coma now. They're in a cocoon. <laughs> it's true. They're in a, a big cocoon, man. And someday they're going to like, uh, what the hell was that? Yeah, excuse me. Oh, Did I get man. you on you? Yeah, yeah, all over my damn elbow. I'm God, I wouldn't be- you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Have a great day. Don't do it again now. All right. Bye. Damn it. This is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD with the best of Rogers. This is Neil Rogers. I'm on vacation this week, and you're not too bad. Now back to the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Stevie Nicks, the distinctive voice of Fleetwood Mac. Her style is unforgettable. Her lyrics, unintelligible. Stevie's back with all your favorite hits on one big album. It's Stevie Nicks. What the hell is she saying? Classics are here. You'll get me, Henry, and the incomparable Digitally remumbled for stereo inaudibility. This is Stevie Nicks at her most nebulous. Stevie Nicks, what the hell is she saying? Available now on Incoherent Records and Tapes. Miami Lakes. Uh, no, forget it. I changed my mind. You changed your mind? Okay. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Great call. That was, <laughs> that was good. Call. He changed his mind. Listen, how many days are we going to go without mentioning you know whose name on the uh, radio? As long as we can. Until he starts I know paying. it's a hairy experience, but as long as we can. Until he starts paying for some advertising. Right. Now, he's not the offense. He's not the guy I was talking about. There are certain other individuals who will go nameless, but uh, enough is enough already. No hints? Like huh? Sonny? No. No, Sonny buys spots. Oh, really? I mean, if you want, like, uh, you know, we're willing to play a little bit, but if you want to own the whole radio station, at least once every six months, buy a spot and make it look good. <laughs> Right? Sure. I exactly. agree 100%. God, it's just embarrassing. Listen, I hate to ask you for this, but do you have the uh, Stan Major's uh, intro? The Stan Major intro? Yeah, when he was in the gutter. Oh, that's not... That's, um... What the hell is that called? That's Caprita. Now, keep talking and I'll uh, stall for time here. I'll okay. <laughs> I'll say something. Well, you know, I mean, you're doing real well on your diet and everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> How's the frogs... Uh, are you getting frogs in your pool yet? Oh, here it is. I got it. Okay, you're just, uh, you're lousy at filling time, I'll tell you. Well, that. I know. Well, you, what is it? I'm supposed to play this now? Yeah, play it. Well, what thing. is it? Is there a reason for it, or is it just a blatant request? Just a blatant request. Oh, okay. Well, have a great day. Good luck. See ya. <laughs> Woke up at 2 p.m., face down in a gutter. My mouth tasted like mung. My brain was like butter. Crawled up on my feet and brushed myself off. Lit up for Stokie. <coughs> Started to cough. Reached in my pocket. Pulled out my trusty AM radio. Got ready for the evening with the Stan Major Show. Yeah. Got ready for the evening with the Stan Major.
show. Got ready for the evening with the Stan Major Show. Oh, no. CKFW, the Motor City. Because it was getting with no dice. And she loves Boy, the level is so weak. Honest to God, it's a Is it as low as I think it is, or is it my imagination? It's like the needle barrel. It's wavering a little bit. How about the needle? God. Kendall, hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Hey, listen, uh, you know, like, I was fired uh, yesterday for my job at Snap Snapper Village, and I was replaced by two Canadians. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, I mean, this town, this town is going to hell. Yes, sir. Parlez-vous, we're uh, finished. We're fini. Jack, Jack and Ed Truxel are super douchebags from Canada. Okay. Thank you. Good luck to you. Well, it should be quite a compliment. It takes two frogs to replace one American. I think that uh, speaks, you know, says it all. It takes like ten of their tips to match up to one of ours, and in a restaurant, too. Miami, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Greg Vidal Show. Oh, Greg. No, yes. I want to talk to Neil. Okay. Speaking. Neil. Greg Vidal Show. Yeah. Well, whatever. This is Bobo. I have a few cards. Bobo? Yeah, Bobo. What the kind of a name is that, Bobo? Well, that's just my pet name. Oh. Is that like Hobo? No, Bobo. Or Duke. Mojo? Bobo. Or Jojo? B-O-B-O. B-O-B-O. <laughs> yeah, I can smell it. Go ahead, Bobo. All right. Got two comments to make. Okay, number I'm one. Really, I'm really just absolutely pissed at these damn French Canadians. This morning, driving to work. Excuse me, yes? Yeah, I was driving to work in one of these fat whatevers. Slobs. Exactly. Uh-huh. Runs me off the road. Huh. About kills me. That's your unusual, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I, I just think they should, you know, respect the Americans and go home. Right. And that's, that's the bottom line. And that's line. it. That's the, uh, that's it. Yeah. Bottom but, line, top line, middle line, Bobo. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, I, my second comment is... There's more? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I just don't seem to get to see a lot of Jenny, Johnny Depp. I think they should put him in the more movies. <laughs> oh. If we ever had a caller on this show who was desperate to see more of Johnny Epp, you're uh, Depp, you're it, Bobo. Well, what, what do you want to see that you haven't seen before that we can well, say you know, on the air without a they're, they're showing more flesh right. on the screen. Right, like they were on uh, w, uh, WOR the you other know, day. And just, that, uh, what's the name of that show crap. again, George? I mean, what is this country Nine Broadcast to? Plaza. What? What is this country coming to? I mean... If there's, if there's, if I were you, I'd start late at night. They got those like gymnastics competition where they wear those real tight things, you know, nothing underneath. I'd set out watching those and then work my way up to Johnny Dark, Depp or Dark. I love those. I, I you love what? Those. Well, I mean, we don't. You get... love what? Well, I love Johnny Depp, but I'd like to see Johnny more Duck? of them. Johnny Depp. You like to what? I, well, I'd like to see more of them on the big screen. Yeah. How big? <laughs> You're a joker, aren't you? Hey, Bobo? Yeah. up. Uh, here's a lady in Hialeah. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Fine. I'm a first-time caller. Great. I'm calling to let you know the, ne the good news in Hialeah. Yes? The, the cops are cracking down on tinted windows. Oh, really? I got a ticket oh, yesterday. Oh, thank the Lord for the nighttime, man. Isn't that great? Yeah. You got a ticket? Yeah. They gave me a $57 <laughs> ticket. How much? 57 For what? It was too dark? Yeah. And how about your windows? Excuse me? Do you, what, like, what do they do? Have, like, a tinto meter? Yeah, they have a little meter, and they... Um, they have a little one, huh? I believe that. Yeah, 
they stop you and, and you get a ticket. you got 30 days to remove Oh, man. Isn't it great to know that they've got, there must be nothing bad going on because they got just like tons and tons of time to be checking all out uh, how dark it is and how light it is yeah. and how big it is. That's great. According to him, I'm driving an illegal vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it again. No. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Bye. You'll need it. There's another example of your law enforcement dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen. They're doing it. They are doing it. The tent police. God. Pretty soon we're going to have, like, the uh, Mr. Whipple police. You know, they're going to be like, you have to... You know how you have to register, like, as a Democrat, Republican, or Independent? Pretty soon you're going to have to register as a right-handed or left-handed wiper. I'm serious. And they're going to, like, be monitoring in the Johns all over America, including right in your house, since we have so much spare manpower in law enforcement. And, like, if you make, like, one wipe with the wrong hand, man, that's like an automatic year with no parole. It's the best of Rogers, and this is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Coming up this afternoon at 2, it's Rick and Suds. Now back to the best of Neil Rogers. Highlights of previously recorded programs on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. From the same people who brought you Hooked on Classics comes an extraordinary new anthology. It's... Headbanging hits from the metal monster groups. Motley Crue, White Snake, Iron Maiden, Iron Your Socks, Do the Laundry, and of course, Van Halen. It's the ultimate collection of ear splitting mind blowers. Each song as unique as the one before it. You'll want to be impaled on metal. It's like a spike through your head. Waterhill. That lady in Hialeah sounded pretty good. Yeah, she sounded pretty interesting. I'd like to get to know her. Yeah, well, you probably can now. She's taken all the tint off her windows. <laughs> Maybe that was the idea. Neil, um... Yes. Are we going to have to Don't broadcast so the horny, Marlin sir. games Don't in French? Or are we going to do what? Are we going to have to broadcast these Marlin games in French? See, we. We? Oh, I blew it. You know what I should have done? Where the hell is it? Oh, now I find... Oh, wait a minute. See, there you go. There was the answer. See, that cart can be like multi-purpose now. It can be a pig cart, and it can also be like a French-Canadian cart. Yeah, where the hell are these French people getting off and trying to change us? I mean, that's really getting carrying it all just a wee bit, a wee wee bit too far, don't you think? Uh, Coming in here in ten, getting Dave Hill's ass fired as the PA announcer because they want their expos in the Francaise. I know the poor guy. He, yeah, he's been there for a hundred years. He's a good guy. He used to work with him up there. He's kind of boring, exactly. but he's a good guy. He gets in there. You know, these people go. Yeah, and that, no, that, that was excellent. That's exactly how they do it. That guttural French group. Yeah, exactly. Right. Perfect. Hey, you know, um, You're hired. You're hired. Can I call two people douchebags? Of course. Everybody from uh, Canada's douchebag, and little Tommy Dannenberg's a douchebag. Don't say everybody from Canada's a douchebag. Well, don't French start Canada. picking French on Eric Canada. Lindros now, okay? Eric French Lindros Canada. is God. People from Ontario. And don't forget Wendell Clark Ontario's and Daniel Mirois. It's uh, Quebec. They're the worst. Hey. Have a great day. Neil. See ya. That was a little editorial comment there for all you frogs, man. You can probably relate to it, as in uh, burp on this. Miami. Neil. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing great. We're kicking butt. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, those ratings, that, that extra half an hour that you're on. Killer. Uh, I mean, you're on for 30 minutes, 20 minutes news, 10 minutes 
uh, commercials. <laughs> I mean, right, and you, five minutes of BS. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't add up. Mm -mm. But I guess they're paying you. No, they're not. I'm money. not getting an extra dime. Don't tell me they're paying me. I'm not getting a penny for that. I yeah. want out of that thing. It was a bad idea. Well, I a, want to go on at ten thirty. You must be a real nice guy to. No, I'm a schmuck, is what I am. I'm a moron. <laughs> I am. I'm an idiot. If I had a half a brain in my head, I'd have said, no way, Jose, let Ranieri stand on his own six feet. Man. Right? Listen. Let him read his own damn birthday list. That, that's incredible. And that, uh, when and they that, asked me to do that, I should have told him one thing. No, 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 no. That's it. You got it. <laughs> Neil, I've been looking at the, that Gotti trial. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that on the court TV. Uh, hey, I'm waiting, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah. To come up on the stand and finger out, uh, oh, excuse me. Finger out? No, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, the snitch, the snitch out, Paul Vino. Snitch out. Well, I'm glad you didn't mess that one up. I'm waiting. Don't yeah. say it. Don't do it again. You did just fine. <laughs> right. And he's got to uh, work on his, he's got to get some Oxy-5 and clear his complexion up first. Uh, he's, he's, that, he's, he's, he's he going to end up like uh, Henry Hill. Yeah. He's going to end up like Henry Hill. Sleep of the fishes. Uh, Neil, on the Dwayne Gump tape that you have. Dwayne that, Gump? The, Dwayne Stump, I'm sorry. The the one you have now, that's an abbreviated right. version of it. Right, an abbreviated version. What happened to the it's original? It's been cut off. It had a bris. Oh. Listen. Are you listening? Yeah. Have a great day. Thank you. This is Robert Pankow from the WIOD News Team. And it certainly isn't news to me that Johnny Dark's a major league asshole. As long as I live, I will never forget that, that he comes in here. See, there, I mean, weeks and weeks after the book comes out, they still keep on the computer. They sit in there diddling with their computer and their hardware and their software and their don'tware and, uh, and their underwear. And they just uh, keep coming up with more numbers. So he comes up with these stupid numbers about how many people tune out at different parts. And he comes in here, and he's looking at the, well, look at this. You had all these people tune out at this hour. I mean, I got like a 98 share in here, and he's still worried that there are people tuning out for crying out loud, which makes it all the more reason to put me on for four and a half hours, right? Not, uh, oh, look at this. Here's a caller who's still there because he's not, nowhere else to go. This is not true. Watch your juniors now. Are you oh, I see. It's junior? junior, junior. I'm sorry. Not a boy. Okay. I, I wouldn't want well, it was kind of strange because uh, junior, uh, regular junior called in just the other day. He don't usually abuse the privilege like that. <laughs> he doesn't. He called in? Yeah. I wasn't listening. Well, you're lucky. See, that's why you're in such uh, a good we're mood. A little, we're a little numbers intensive today, but mm -hmm. I, I, I called to tell you. I meant to call you earlier, but um, I had a little problem with harassment on Miami Beach. Really? By a little uh, police Huh. How um, unusual. Yeah, Miami Beach, um, I'm going behind one of the clubs to get some equipment out. We just, yeah. just finished doing a show. I swear to you, my car was in this alley for all of 30 seconds. And this guy is pulled directly up to the front of my van, getting out with his paw on his billy club, and just harassing the shit out of me. Okay, you can say harassing again, but oh, please don't I'm say sorry, the other one. Yeah, that. uh, it's okay. Didn't uh, get on this time, but don't do it again because uh, your uh, other friend there may uh, that's I'm sorry. come over uh, and beat the crap out of you with his weapon. They'll probably get me for that, too, won't Right. They? Well, I'll tell them you said it. I hope that didn't get out. That no. didn't get out. didn't get out. It didn't get out. Don't Dang. don't dwell on it and don't do it again until it builds up again. Anyhow, just, just very abusive, total attitude. All the guy had to do was ask me what I was doing and ask me to move. They're just looking for problems, and if they can't find one, they concoct one or create one or conjure one up, and it just uh, 
slime balls. You know, and they put on this big PR thing over there, and they make me nauseous and sick, and they're a disgrace. I hope that the wonderful liberal new uh, mayor over there on the beach, Mayor Judge Gelber, uh, wakes up and sniffs the pansies and sees what's going on over there. You know what else, though? As soon as you start defending yourself, they start grabbing that billy club real tight. Yeah, they grab it real oh, tight. Oh, tan. You bet. And I just said it's not worth the grief. I no. just turned around, I got in a van, and got the hell out of there. Oh, they didn't even give you a ticket or anything? Oh, no. No, no, no. He just, he was just all kinds of smart comments. And, you know, I hope this is okay for you parking here. You sure you don't want to park right in the center? What if there's a, you know, the home? Oh, man. Yeah. It, it, macho, it, macho, man. Yeah. This was about two weeks back. And, Probably um, hang out at the YMCA in their spare time with the village people. Have a great day. Hey, listen, I just want to say to Wayne, where's my pumpernickel? Okay. See ya. See ya. The Best of Rogers continues in minutes on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Okay, so you tuned in to hear the live Neil Rogers show and you get a bunch of old tape programs. Isn't this a good reason to get a life? Now back to the Best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Pompano. Pompano. That's you. Neil, got a favorite subject to yours. Tickets here. Oh, man, is this getting ponderous. Okay. All right, one more ponderous comment here. Okay. Pompano Beach City Hall News put out a newsletter, and it has a thing here that says most drivers become very apprehensive when they see police officers on motorcycles or standing behind Oh, by the bike. way, coming to work this morning, man, speaking of pigs on bikes, at the again, at the intersection of I-75, where it, goes, where it branches off to the... Uh, Palmetto and the Gradney. They are every morning now. They're like a whole procession of pigs on bikes, just waiting for people trying to cut in line, you know, because it's backed right. up on a Palmetto, and they're just like all over the place there. So don't even think about it. Just bring a pack of breakfast, brunch, and just sit there. Well, what I my point of the call is a good source of revenue here. They said they made nine hundred and forty-three thousand dollars last year. So it's seventy-five bucks a ticket. That's twelve thousand five hundred and seventy-three tickets well, in a row. Well, where was that? No, I just divided it that way while I was on hold. No, but I mean, where where would did that cover? Not the state. I mean, was no, that... just in Pompano. Oh, in Pompano. Right. Jeez. Almost a million, a million bucks, bucks a year. just in Pompano. Right. God. So that's if they write a ticket in ten minutes, they wrote one hundred twenty-five thousand seven hundred thirty tickets.